We are the Nerd Eternal Network. Adventuring Company. This is Tuesday night, so of course it's our Esper Genesis game. So Esper Genesis is of course five, uh, fifth edition sci-fi. I am your GM for the evening, Jason. Playing with me tonight will be Sarah playing Cat, Taylor playing Danru, Anna playing Jade, Zach playing Francis, Eric playing Arden, and Patrick playing Hull. Only going to be a few of us on camera tonight, but, you know, that's all right. Now, who remembers... Everybody has terrible bed hair, so they all didn't want to be on camera. <laughs> I did as well, but I'm just wearing a hat. All right, so who remembers what happened last week? Hell, we level. That's an important part. Yeah, it's a typical player answer. Also, we got in touch, we boarded a ship, we had someone flip us a bird and kill herself, we then talked to the authorities about what we've been dealing with, and then apparently we may or may not have an ally now. Oh, that's right. You did talk to one of the local constables. Well, excuse me, he was not local constable, he was the... Uh, Quote-unquote local. Stationed locally, but yeah, he was part of the... Uh... Oh, the Accord Defense Force, the... Space Pole. Yeah, basically. Who had already made... When your names crossed his desk, he had already made notes of all the other audience in Jell have uh, And he's very curious as to what it's all about. Uh, you were very forthright with him. I don't think y'all really kept anything except your personal background secret from him. Did you tell him about the rainbow blood bit? Uh, yes, because we also showed the video of the person flipping us off and the rainbow leaving. Okay. So yeah, he seemed to be fairly trusting you by the end of all that. You had salvaged the enemy ship. Which, by the way... Having salvaged the ship... Where did I write it down in? Uh, the bulk of what you got from the ship was used for repairs on your own ship. Either, you know, directly using the material or selling it and, you know, using the money. But uh, you came out to the good by 3,000 credits. That's a number. Mm, that's a nice number. Let's see, you had the police or the uh, local law enforcement were not keeping you for any particular reason. So, after a, after a day or two of repairs, and I believe installing some new equipment on your ship. One missile, missile launcher. launcher. 
Yeah, we stole the missile launcher, and we more or less managed to scavenge one of the turrets. Right, you ran with the missile launcher and another one of the dual cannons, I think they're called. Yeah. Because the ship you fought was armed very similar to you, just with the addition of the missiles. And you did not steal those, those were salvage. Yours by right of combat. See, under the neck of under clause 39. Well, it's more under just basic salvage laws, you know. Once somebody attacks you and you kill them, well, you know, then the stuff's just, you know, there to be salvage. Alright, so yeah, we're headed back to, uh, what was it, Casparilla. Or the station above Casparilla. To fill in Achille on all that you had been up to. The trip back is blissfully calm after all this. Yay! You have time to think and meditate on what you've done and what you've learned. You feel better equipped and more skillful going into the future. At least all of you that remember to level up. I know how to hit things more with my pole arm. That is a skill. <clears throat> uh, you get a message from Achilles as you're docking. Uh, inviting you to dinner, which we may have covered last week, I don't recall for sure. And, uh, you know, asking several questions about how the ship is. It's fine. It's fine, it's, boss. It's all fine. It's... It's got windows added to it. Oh, that's bad. It was running Mac, Mac OS before that. <laughs> Alright. So y'all unload. It's, you know, noonish. You've got several hours before you're supposed to meet a killer. I have a feeling Jim just, like, sends... Like daily messages back to Achilles, like they're messing up the ship again. They've mounted this missile launcher on the front like a hood ornament. Place of honor. Yeah, it's great to have the weapon, but they're messing up the Feng Shui. Hear me, wretching French. Man, dude, your your sound is still cutting in and out. Yeah, I'm worried it may just a lot of things. It, it's not as bad when I was playing Zoom though. So, mm. from our end, it's about the same. Yeah. yeah. My end, it's I'm actually hearing you more. So. Well, that that you know that's some kind of bump bump to the good then. Alright, is there anything y'all want to do in the station? Anything y'all want to buy? Did we want to split up those credits? Alright, so you or... said 3,000? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I think right now we have 2,000 in, like, the ship 
credit, or not 2,000, 200 in the ship uh, pool credit. All right, let's say... While y'all are sorting this out, I'll be right back. Okay. So what about 450 apiece and 300 in the ship? That'll work. Yeah. We get how many each? 450. It'd be 450. Because a traditional six-way split would be 500 apiece. We each take 50 right. out from our split to put to the ship total. So right. 300 to the ship, okay 450 apiece. Works for me. Okay. So that puts us at 650 in the ship pool. I may be looking at actually installing the additional weapons and other required in public repairs. I'm gonna pretend I knew what was just hap what just happened there. I heard something about repairs, uh, me. I want to actually see if I can use the money that we just got to one help repair it, and two, basically see about adding the guns acquired. Okay, the repairs were handled uh, before y'all headed back here. So the ship money you got, or what, what the money you got from the salvage, Patrick, was uh, what was okay. left over from salvaging that ship after the repairs and all the installation stuff were done. So yeah, Hull and Adrian have already installed the weaponry, probably. Yep. It was part of their leveling up to level four. They had to install weaponry. <laughs> See if there's anything fun to buy. <laughs> uh, a lot of the fun stuff is a thousand or more. Yeah. I'm pretty close. Now to that being them. said, I think there is some kind of medical thing we need to get. Yeah, there was that. Uh. Uh, what were those? Healing oh, yeah. ampule. Yeah. Y'all had discussed. We, we had one left from the captured ship. That's good, because they're expensive. There had been some talk of stocking up on them. But... Hey, you know what? I think I'm just going to stick with my, with my power, because uh, 500 a pop is a little expensive for that. Ooh. Good lord, yeah. It does uh, 2d4 plus 2. Okay. That does sound like a lot of money for a little bit of healing. Yep. I mean, you know, if, if it's that or die, I suppose it's you know, money well spent.
Alright, are we pretending that restraints are like handcuffs? Uh, yes. I would assume they'd be either handcuffs or leg shackles or that sort of thing. Alright, but they like, they're clearly a form of clasp, band, clasp. For the ship-to-ship -ship thing? I'm specifying this so that later, if we do a rope from ship to ship, I know whether or not these operate. Like handcuffs? Like handcuffs, or, you know, in such a way that I could connect myself to a rope so that I don't drift off into space. But that takes the fun of being in space. Yeah, you can, you can assume that they'll work uh, like handcuffs. Cool. Uh... I buy six restraints. And uh, also, I'm looking at grapple gun. This item is 50 feet of strong and climbing cable coiled within its base. Be fired when feathered to any surface with a successful DC security check. It has top lid and most it when most non-metallic. Okay, that's not really important. That's just a fashion grapple gun. Hmm. How much is it? Uh, 500. Oh, okay. That sounds like useful. And welcome, Dragon Master, and of course, Bubba Y1, who is with us almost every week. That's good one, Bubba. So, so I don't think it'll be hard for me to find six restraints. No, no, no. Any kind of baseline. Cool. I'll you know I'll dip law enforcement bounty box. hunter kind of facility or. Military surplus, or you know, any any kind of spot like that. Pawn shops. Yeah. On the other hand, another thing that's also five hundred dollars is a motion sensor, which might be useful for indicating any location of an object moving within fifty feet of you. Sure, did the guys in Aliens good? I don't know there's something else out there, not good at all. Considering I think the highest uh, base like passive possession we have is the game. Yeah, I don't think anybody's passive perception is super high. I mean a couple of you have decent. Cat is gonna restock on ammo and grab space in a bond. Okay. Do y'all split up do this or do y'all travel in groups? Safety numbers. So the whole big group of you moves from one spot to the other, or y'all just buddy system? May as well do it as a group. They kind of mm. are used to seeing us as a group on this station. Okay. Unless other folks want to do it elseways. What about the rest of you? I have no particular qualms one way or the other. Yeah, traveling in a group's probably safer, like you said. Yeah. Okay. So you spent several hours hitting various shops. Uh, in a lot of cases, the shopkeepers already know you. I mean, yeah, you know, y'all have bought guns and stocked up on ammo here before. Uh, you could probably buy the restraints in the same place. 
you know, if you if Patrick, if you decided to buy the grappling gun, that would probably be. I don't know. It'd be like an outdoor supply sort of thing. To yeah, be, I, I this is future tech where spacewalks are a natural occurrence. You yeah. probably have a ton of people going on spacewalks, going, "Hey, this is my emergency. I'm drifting off into space. Save me, gun." Yeah, it's yeah, probably a fairly regular thing to you're, buy. You're you're right. There's probably probably sh small ship supply shops that would have that kind of thing. Along with any shot that would cover mountain climbing sort of things, and, you know, mountain climbing that. And also, like, the mag, the magnetic boots would be the same kind of place. So the mag boots are kind of expensive, aren't they? The magnetic boots are crazy expensive. Because mm -hmm. they prevent you from being knocked over, I believe, correct? Yeah, they do, they do grant you... They, they do a lot of help with zero-G stuff. And they give you some bonuses even out of zero-G, as far as making you more stable. Yeah, because that was one mistake we had with our entire ship, inside the ship fight, was we forgot it. We only used zero G when it was uh, convenient because we said there were mag boots on all the suits. Mm. Cinematically convenient. Yes. Hey, I'm happy because that's like that was like a clean six thousand cubits expense that just got tossed over our heads. Until Achilles takes his stuff away from you, then what are you gonna do? Gonna go over to corner and cry. Prob probably stab a floor. Hope I have an Esper power by then. Dude, your healing stuff is your Esper power. Hope I have a magnetic Esper power by then. <laughs> well, you know, flies in the list somewhere. Yeah, they did in fact buy the gun. It's very obvious one that actually floated off. It made sense. Mm -hmm. Nope. Here I am. So you've done your shopping. You've done your Cinnabon. Uh, Wait a second. One moment. I'll take a crowbar too. It costs twenty cubits. Okay. For opening doors. Yep. Because it just lets me apply my strength to whatever, whatever will be allowed it to be applied to. such thing as tied down you. Okay. Did right. the guy with the guns have any fun new guns out on display? Oh, let's see. Y'all been gone a while. What might he have gotten in? What are you looking for? What would, what would catch your eye? I present to you the ZF-1. Uh, a pistol of some kind. What does he have? Wow. That would be hinky. Now that I'm looking through the weaponry, the sniper rifle does not mess around on its range. I know. No, it does not. <laughs> yeah, it's... What's the range on it? Now, I'm assuming the range is a min-max. Yeah. Uh, or probably a short-range short max range, something like that. Yeah, everything is divided into two range bands. There's more or less close range, which is most stuff is, and then there's your maximum range. Okay. So it's maximum so, range is 2,000. Yeah, it's close range is 300, it's max range is 2,000. 
I need to shoot that guy two blocks over, please. And in space, there's no bullet drop. I mean, in space, you fire a bullet, and two years later, it might hit a ship. Surprised to you. <laughs> I got that wrong. <laughs> I actually have that on a shirt, too. So. There's really not a lot of options here for... As far as yeah. Hinky said, they really just cut... I guess when the technical guide comes out, they'll have all kinds no, of stuff. But right now, it's no. just kind of basic stuff, so... Yeah. Uh, oh, good lord. Well, are there are there any flavors of ammo for pistols and rifles yet? I don't believe there are. There's, like, grenade flavors. Ammo, I think, is just ammo. So we get for playing a game so early that, you know... Other stuff not out for. Oh. Oh well, he's got some heavy pistols. Uh, I uh, oh, one attack option we can go into, and I. For those of you who are known to Athens, Alabama, apparently a guy was just arrested for feeding a squirrel pistol man. They an attack squirrel. I did not catch any of that, man. No, mm -hmm. something about Athens thought, and a man. I thought I heard. Squirrel and meth. You're correct. A guy was feeding a squirrel crystal meth to make it an attack squirrel. Oh, I heard about that. Oh, I didn't realize it was local, but yeah. Yeah. Because it was seized with his other property. Oh, wait. I know what I'm buying. Are you Sorry, buying a everybody. space squirrel and some space meth? I found out musical instruments are a thing in this game. Yes, <laughs> they are. Guess what? <laughs> Are you proficient with any musical instruments? I'll learn, damn it. It's gonna be him, like, in the cargo bay with a bagpipe. Nope. I'm getting a keyboard synthesizer. Yes! Because it's the future, <laughs> it as seen in the 80s. Okay. First off, not a keyboard synthesizer, a guitar. Right. No, it's a keyboard synthesizer. I, I'm looking at the descriptions too. And I have plenty of money to afford one, so long as I can find one. The station's got music shops. Heck yes, I have one keyboard synthesizer. Welcome to me having fun with my character. <laughs> Chopsticks being played in the cargo bay, like it's the song of his people. Don't mock it. I'm playing the songs of other people, so I don't embarrass my own culture. Because <laughs> if you embarrass somebody else's, those go, well, he's just a foreigner. He doesn't really know what he's doing. All right, so dinner time rolls around. You know, you've done your shopping. You got you a snack up, you know, up early in the trip. <clears throat> you have returned your stuff to the ship. Since if I remember right, even on the station, y'all basically just live out of the ship. It's cheaper that way. Yep. More or less. So you make it to Achilles without any trouble. Uh oh yeah, I forgot. 
while y'all were shopping. What was your uh, passive perceptions again? Thirteen. It, Lower than that. Be, it's going to be thirteen until we get our net efficiency. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jada's ten. Francis has twelve. You're not certain. There's a few times during the all shopping spree when you think people may be paying attention to you. I mean, particular attention as opposed to just well. There's a rather large group of armed people, of, large, of uh, heavily armed people. You know, one of the times, it's a bunch of kids that are you know looking at their pads, looking up at y'all. Not like the little hooligan kid that was following you around before. These are like, you know, kind of average teenager looking. But they don't approach you or really make any trouble. They don't, they don't hang around for too long. But... The other two times, you're not sure if the people are really paying attention to you or not. They just seem to linger... Maybe they were looking at something else in the store a little longer than you thought they should. Or, you know, it might be nothing. You might just be being paranoid. But you don't spot anybody like following you when you head back to the ship or head to Achilles or any of that. Hmm. This group paranoid? No. No, of course not. There's no such thing as paranoia for this group. It's just, you know, reasonable caution. Extreme reasonable <laughs> it's, caution. It's, it's, it's not like we've had a death cult attack us every single time we've done anything. Mm -hmm. and it's not like that death cult already had to get in line behind other people after you. Speaking of cattle check news, nobody was in line to kill me until the death cult. Yes, but you are the exception to the rule. Yep, literally just now, the exception. You're just now guilty by association. Oh, I mean, there's five different groups after me now. But the death cult was the first one. Alright, what are you checking the news for? Uh, anything that would have been going on on home planet. Or home station. Home. Oh, there were a couple of riots in the poor areas. There was apparently some sort of food shortage. Uh, based on problems with shipping, not with the actual production of the food. Uh, in business news, the family business is taking a, a bit of a hit. Because you, uh... The information yeah. Adrian got... Did he leak that? He leaked that information, didn't he? Uh, no. Oh, he has not yet. Never mind. Then. Nope, he's holding on to it. I will withdraw that, and they are not uh, adversely affected then. Uh, they're in the news some, in the business news some, but not in anything that strikes you as unusual. Okay. She will join back up with the group. 
So you make your way to Achilles, uh, I'd hesitate to say estate because it's in a station, so it's not much of an estate. His mansion, anyway. <clears throat> you know, as you approach it, before you get a chance to ring the doorbell, as you're approaching the door, uh, Basil opens the door and welcomes you back in. Madam, sirs, welcome back. I heard there was quite a bit of commotion. I'm glad you made it back. All made it back in one piece. You are all in one piece, right? And it's like he starts checking you for cybernetics or something. Cat does the thing where you like hide your thumb behind your finger, like, oh god, I lost a thumb. <laughs> His passive perception is pretty good, so he just. <laughs> <laughs> I hear those are easily replaced. Yeah. So he escorts you back to the dining room. You've been there a time or two by this point, so you know, you're familiar with it. Nothing in the house seems to be different. As you walk in, Achilles stands up to greet you. Friends, I'm so glad you're back. That's I not what the tone of your voice says. Well, I had been deeply concerned about the, uh, well, I am glad you're back. I'm glad you're in one piece. I had some serious concerns about the ship when I heard what happened, but from the from what I've seen of the you know security footage uh, from the dock, it looks like you patched the ship up nicely. And we lost a few improvements. Yes, I thought I saw an extra weapon or two. Normally, I would not want my ship turned into, you know, completely turned into a gunboat. But considering what you're running into, I I can't object. I am disappointed that the professor's not going to be able to help us, though. So and, about that. Yeah, actually, you see me in a bit of a kind of hollow up. You see, like, a little, like, almost Wiley Coyote sign. Is this room secure? It should be, but give me a moment. He walks over to a section of wall, but when he touches it, it lights up like a, you know, almost like a large data pad uh, display. He hits a few buttons. Waits. Eh, 30 seconds or so. Yes, the room is clear of bugs. Okay, she is giving us her full cooperation. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's why we wanted to tell you this. Especially considering they had a rather skilled hacker go in and delete all of the data that we brought her from her computer. I see. Oh, so she had to start over? No. We had backups. Oh, excellent, excellent. I have backups of backups, are you kidding me? It's probably probably a good method when you're dealing with whatever. Considering it's with. rather difficult to hack my brain. Well, I've I've met I've met experts that could probably do it. Yeah, then I shoot them in the head. It's hard to think when you have a hole in your head. This is true. It's hard to think when you have a hole in your period. 
Yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Ask me how I know. <clears throat> well, that's good news then. Uh, how was she planning on getting the information to me? One of her graduate students, someone trusted, but not directly involved, if I remember correctly. Mm. <clears throat> and yeah, I think it was one of her former students or some such. Well, that is excellent. Had she, had she figured anything out in the short time you were there? Uh, she relate to us? Partly because she was unfortunately um, about the attack. Mm -hmm. And no, she had not figured out much other than other than the language was an extremely complex one. Where words could have different meanings depending on a lot of, of the language was dependent on context. So where Adrian's uh, the language guide he was working on was certainly a useful tool. It could not be used to translate everything just kind of verbatim. You know, where his power would let him read, you know, whatever. But, but reading words and... <laughs> Knowing the context of words are two different things. Right. Mm. I mean, he's still working on that. Just his power would give him the, the exact, exactly what was intended from any particular phrase. But the fact but that if he you wrote it down, we wouldn't know the context. Right. You know, if you ran into some of those same words later, they might not mean anything, anything too similar. But the work he'd done so far had been it was hugely helpful to her in figuring this out. Giving her a good starting point. Uh, so anyway, he, he sit, sit. We can we can continue discussing this while we eat. Uh, the food sir the food served is much better than what you've had on the roustabout. While the food is not bad there, Jim is a very it's not utilitarian. Space mac and Basic cheese. cook. He doesn't do anything too fancy. You know, burgers, he can do a decent steak. Anything, you know, pasta related is, you know. Though his ideal of pasta is something, you know, more akin to Hammer Helper than, than you know, a homemade lasagna or Alfredo or anything. About fettuccine. Guys. I feel personally attacked here. You and me both. <laughs> You're talking to somebody that's used ramen noodles and microwavable meatballs to make spaghetti before. Desperate times, man. Gotta yep. do what you gotta it's do. What's in the house? I mean, ram I mean, ramen noodles are basically just angel hair pasta. Yep. You don't put uh, a little flavor yeah. pack on it, it works just fine. <clears throat> anyway, back to Fancy Feast. Mm -hmm. No, no, don't call it fancy feast. No, it <laughs> sounds like cat food. But but you're playing cat. Is, isn't that perfect uh, for you? 
That's it. Meow. I'm gone. No, no, that's the ship food when when uh uh Jim's not around to cook for you. Lots and lots of space TV dinners. <laughs> it's dry food because you can store this stuff forever. Pretty much. Bachelor chow. There you go. Bachelor chow. Makes its own gravy. You can't prove it won't exist. <laughs> also, um, Yanni is just roaming around. And also, Soylent. How's it taste? That changes from her We can sit here and quote Futurama all day, probably. Yep. Alright. So you eat, uh... Akili asks you more details about, you know, the fight itself. Uh, he assures you that in his experience, uh, people will rarely crash, intentionally crash their ships into you. Well, we're one for one. Technically one for three. One for three. Well, the other two ships we didn't get into combat with. Oh, we shot them and down. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah. The the we we killed those people. The two fighters. Yeah. yeah. But I was considering them like part of the whole fight. <laughs> I was just considering on a on a ship by ship basis. I'm sure they would have crashed into us if we hadn't blown up beforehand. Well, I don't know because fighters would not do a whole lot of damage to your ship, truthfully. I mean, it would be a good, it would be a decent attack, you know, decent hit, but not, not anything too crippling, as opposed to getting hit by a ship almost your size. <clears throat> Let's see, what else does he ask? I imagine we'd show him like all the security footage we'd grab during the. Oh yeah, yeah, and your own footage. On the ship. He is particularly fascinated by, because you had some recordings of the rainbow light. We have got to figure out what these what these things are. Are they creatures? Is it just an is the is it the manifestation of an esper power? What what is this? I've got a bit of something from out of left field as a theory, but that's about it for me. For me. He, looks, he looks surprised, but more more by the fact that Dan Rue's making a baseball reference than anything. What's your theory, it's my friend? sport. What's your theory, my We're human-sized. But with our original excursion being with him after the either technology or knowledge of that race that had adjusted the adjusters I guess what, what were we calling them do we I have a name we, for them I don't yet? know that you ever given a name to them yet uh, I don't think we do well the freshly discovered race moved the indigenous those people to the new land because of a um, giant space station the crucible. Thank you. Because a crucible was having something happen to it. 
this could be an emergence from a corrupted or a damaged crucible mm -hmm. forcing a sh an oddity of esper powers that we have not seen before my one concern with that is how consistent it is I repeat that Patrick my one and actually this is something that Hull points out my only issue with that is how consistent it seems to be because every situation we've seen that rainbow glow appear but if it was an odd mutation as we have seen would it be as consistent because even as experts go there's a lot of variation well all these guys seem to be at least in that uh, that physical appearance, all seem to be pretty much the same. Correct. Okay. So you're saying if it was some kind of random mutation because of, of a damage something, it seems odd that they'd all be so similar. Correct. And Kelly nods, nods his head and, you know, you know, Dan Roos theory makes some sense, but, you know, what Hole points out is you know, it's also uh, also has to be taken into consideration. Another thing that I noticed is that any time we've tried to actually research this race, they seem to be very dedicated to preventing anyone from finding out about it. Yes, we need to we we need to discover our enemy's motive. I mean, it's it's quite possible if they have access to some of this race's power, powers, some of this race's uh, technology, then they might not want the tech, you know, getting out into the wider public. Uh, I have a random thought about that. Oh, what's that, Adrian? What if they're the race? Well, the record you found trying, on CDL... And they're just trying to hide their presence. That would certainly be a motive. Though the records you got from CDL 113 showed them as a humanoid species. Of course, that light form is some sort of esper power that wouldn't really... Hmm. Is it? I mean, they're rarely seen, of course, but I forget the name of their people, but... There is a race that people from our age interact with that exist as energy and have to have a physical shell in order to interact with our world. Yeah, this is true. The, uh... Usually their shells, uh... No, they're... Some kind, yeah, uh, they're constructed. It, well, yes, but who's to say that the level of evolution that these people have undergone, even if they are these people that we're trying to find more about, the have, the have, allow have allowed them to, instead of possessing suits that are built specifically for them, they possess other life. And use them as suits instead, in order to interact with mm -hmm. our with our world. It's a stretch, but it's certainly possible. I mean, that's a 
if they were humanoid to begin with, that's an awful lot of evolution in a relatively short period of time. But crucibles could be involved, so it's certainly possible. Yeah, both crucibles and the fact they already, you know, what little we know about is they dabble heavily in genetic alterations anyway. They may have stumbled across something, some kind of grand discovery mm-hmm. using a crucible. But all this will be conjecture unless we get some yes, kind yes. of... Yes, yes, obviously we need more proof. But... Yeah. Though why would they have yeah. kept themselves secret for so long? I mean, their technology yeah. is equal to or superior to anything around here, or anything we have, you know, current. So they shouldn't they shouldn't fear us, is what I'm getting at. Cat's just listening to all of this happily eating fancy desserts. Uh, at some point, Achille actually points out, Cat, uh, Francis, Jade, you do you have any uh, any opinions on this? Like spoon halfway to mouth, like I mean, yeah, that's exactly what I was are... about to say. She just kind of freezes halfway with something halfway in her mouth and just kind of looks around, stunned. What? And I. I... Any of these are possible. Right now, we don't have a lot of information to go on, so this is just, this borders on just wild conjecture. I'm not the smartest guy around, so... Danry will stare at the lizard man. Did you just steal my word without knowing what it meant? <laughs> Did you actually know what that word means? That word? That word you just used? I'm not sure it means what you think it means. <laughs> Francis stares dead on at Danru, then, thro- then just slides his plate off, plate off the table. Oh, I just made a made a huge mess. Excuse me, and he goes up, just wa- leaves the table to really quickly get something to clean it up with. Just extricate himself, extricate himself from that particular conversation. Achilles Jade just looking at you. and hides her face in her hands. Achilles just watches Francis as he leaves. I think our friend there may have some social anxiety issues. <laughs> Try not to trigger him. I I should not have. I should have just let that slide. That's my apology, sir. Mm-hmm. I mean, the number of people that are shooting at us. It could be any one of these things. Mm-hmm. It's all something to keep in mind for the moment. But I have not been just lazing around. Enjoying my retirement while y'all are gone. Well, y'all, you have been gone. I mean, there's I been know. some of that, but you know. <clears throat> and he reaches over on the table. He, he hits a spot on the table, and it brings up a little pad. And the uh, the portrait up on the wall above him blanks out, and you know, becomes a screen. And he shows you some uh, still shots. Looks like it was probably taken from a video. Not a real high quality video. It's only an 8K. Yes, I mean, just plebeian. Somebody took it with their smartphone, you know. <clears throat> but it appears to be uh, wall carvings. These were sent to me, oh, 20 years ago, I suppose. Uh, while I was still doing the show, 
the uh, some of the right some of the writing, all of it, but some of the writing seems to match up with uh, the language we've discovered from the record. That's a Adrian takes a look at it. What does it say? Uh, some of it is gibberish. Uh, some of it appears to be just numbers. Do you have any navigation, astrogation, whatever they call it? He is proficient in astrophysics. Well, astrophysics is a little different than than putting a. He's looking for the equivalent of navigation, I believe. Yeah, yeah, for the space stuff. I mean. Uh, from reading through the book, I think astrophysics is what gets used for navigation. Okay, he may do it. Because you don't really have a piloting skill, either you. Yeah. It's based off some of your stats and stuff. Well, so, much like in Star Wars, anybody can potentially sit down and pilot and be halfway useful. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely enough then for you to recognize what may be coordinates. Uh... The trick is the film is kind of close, so you're only getting you're not getting entire sentences; you're just getting this little block of text. Uh, Do you have any more images? No, this was sent by a fan. Uh, it was out of a quarry that was being abandoned on, on this world. Uh, he kind of looks around for his name. Well, I don't have the name written down at the moment. I'll, I'll find it for you though. But anyway, it was sent by mm. a fan years ago. I would get a lot of things like this. We did not have a didn't we didn't have the resources to follow up on everything and sometimes it would be fans faking things to try to get us out you know either to to pull one over on us or for a chance to meet us but i had the computer go through and start searching through some of my old just my old files to see if anything would crop up and it matched several you know several of these words matched up so it brought it to my attention. I'll say Adrian pulls out a data pad, completely translates the entire image, and then slides it, it, slides it over to Achilles, Achilles, and then goes back to eating. Interesting. Some of it seems to be... Hmm. It's coordinates for a destination. Yes, but it doesn't seem to be the entire... entire. Uh... It's like you didn't get the entire coordinate, you know. Like it's it's in this state, but we don't know what country it is. It's almost like we get to go to a destination to get information on a destination we get to go to. Yeah, something like that. Does Dander actually say that? Yes. Achilles looks at him. <clears throat> Funny you should bring that up. I have located the. Uh, as I said, it's not in my. I don't have it in my notes currently, but. But yes, I traced back where this came from, where this quarry is. Uh, I have not done any searching. Uh, oh, what do they call the internet? The sim. Yes, the, the sim. Yeah. You know, I've I've done no searches on the sim about this place, as I don't want. I don't want any of our uh, enemies. To notice I've taken an interest in this place. Well, what do you want searched? I can do it. 
Well, no need for that quite yet. My plan, if you're willing to go along with it, I have a friend, acquaintance really, with very limited uh, connection to me, that is going to post a job on the job boards tomorrow. If you go to him and take this job, it will be he will be hiring you for a security detail, uh, claiming that some miners are being harassed on this planet. Or he's got this whole cover story. He'll he'll fill you in on that. But it's all simply a cover to get you there. If our enemies are watching, well, they've they've seen you do side jobs unrelated to me before. It is my hope that they will assume that's what this is. While you are doing that, I will begin, you know, noticeably searching, researching other places to, you know, further attempt to draw their attention away. It's got a head of... Now for a sec. I didn't catch much mm -hmm. of that, but I think he said he'd be back in a sec. Well, if it works, it works, course, I guess. I will, of course, pay you for your troubles. I would hope so. I was... I mean, through my acquaintance. He'll be hiring you for a Damn. job and paying you. I was kind of hoping it would just be you called someone over there, sent a few cubits, and they took pictures of it. But oh well. I don't know who to trust, but I trust you. He's looking right at Danry when he says it, and then kind of realizes, I mean, I trust all of you, of course. Nah, no, that was a both wise and foolish notion. While sipping his drink. Well, I trust that you are not part of you know. I trust you are not part of whatever force is opposing me. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. I'm not saying Basil doesn't count the silverware once you've left, but you know. He says that just as Basil's walking by, he just, Basil's, <sighs> I assure you, I do not. The household AI handles that. Eh. In my mind, stealing the ship would be a much greater gain than stealing some silverware. <laughs> Fair enough. He goes, oh, that is part of why I put Jim on the ship. You know, early on, it's, it's not really a factor now. You gained some trust. Hmm. But anyway, this is... This is really the only lead I have for you to pursue at the moment. I am... Looking into getting back into contact with some old acquaintances or old contacts, truthfully. Some of which I'm hesitant to reacquaint myself with, but well, but hopefully this will pan out. And about that time, Basil comes back with the, with. 
you know, the dessert course. And you all go back to paying attention to the food for a, for a bit. Uh, before you leave for the evening, is there anything else you'd want to bring up to Achilles? Anything you want to ask him? Do we want to tell him about the guy that we were working with when we brought the ship back to I Saturday? guess we, we could tell him about Space Pole. Investigating us slightly. Because that would that will probably get him involved. Since, you know, they know we took a job from him. Okay. What was that guy's name? Yes. He was human. It was, uh... Something something. Brian Short, I think? I don't have his name. I've got a Brian Short written down on my list. I'm going to assume that's who it was. Or maybe that was the owner of the Guiding Star. Hmm. Which was the, the ship y'all fought and salvaged. Oh, I'm glad I had a name. I think I think that was the guy that owned the ship. So wasn't that one of the names in the journal? It may have been. It, it, the name's written down close to Guiding Star, though. I don't know if you can see, but my, my notes are not like well organized I just jot down as it occurs to me hmm might have also been Andrew Allen because that's another name irregardless by the next time I run into him I love Checked our footage and found out what I called him. <clears throat> but anyway, you, you decided to fill Achilles in on him? I feel like it'd be good. As well. yeah. Hmm. That could. Well, I don't really know if that's good or bad. It could complicate things. On the other hand. On the other hand, if they know you're being targeted, then then you could probably call them in for help quicker. Yeah, I will. We'll just have to see how that works out. Got a decent record with him because he knows that we didn't attack first, so. And if he's got all the records, he'll know that you helped the constable down on Casparilla. Yeah. On a rather large drug bust, so. Yeah. All hope is that it doesn't bite us in the back. Well, hopefully he won't dig into your backgrounds too too thoroughly. Yeah, he's got. He is not looking at Danry when he says that. Oh, well, I was going to mention he has 160 years of dirt to dig through, but all right. <clears throat> he's a farmer. He ate a lot of dirt. Alright. So you head out for the evening. Nothing 
noteworthy happens on your way back to the ship. Uh, you know, you get to the ship. Uh, Jim's in the cockpit doing some sort of diagnostics. Oh, hey guys, how'd dinner go? It was a thing. It happened. Did you ever leave the ship? Uh, yeah. Sometimes. It kind of gives us a perfect the way you are. I'm not saying he's not perfect. I'm just like, I think this man like is physically bound to this ship. Well, you know, it's it's my responsibility, so I do take it kind of serious. Yeah. You know, and I don't. Don't mind me. You know, I've never really lived on this station, so it's not like I have a bunch of you know acquaintances out in the station. I mean, beyond Achilles and Basil. So what's the battle plan now? We're going to a planet under the cover of protecting some miners. Like the, like, rock miners, not young people. Oh, I was about to ask. And... I mean, depending on the planet's labor laws, you never know. Yeah, I mean, could they could be minor miners. Um, then we're taking photos of carvings, hopefully, if they're still there. No, that sounds super exciting. I'll stay on the ship. I like my wide open spaces, my open sky. I don't, I don't really do caves and mines and stuff. Got 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 temporarily trapped in a in a cave in early in early in my working with Achilles. Uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. Other cameramen had to handle that the rest of the time. Not that I'm claustrophobic. Uh, of course not. You're just not dumb. Exactly. <clears throat> All right. So sure enough, the next morning. Uh, the job Achille told you about crops up on the job board. Let me snatch it up. Okay. Like hungry, hungry pigeons. Like seagulls going after french fries. Sure enough, it says, you know, there's been some harassment of these miners on this planet. And, uh... And the planet is, uh, it's extremely far away, but it's only a system or two over from a crucible. So, you know, you'll have that couple of day trip to the next closest crucible, and then the, the bulk of the travel will be done by, by jumping from crucible to crucible. Gonna get a lot of synthesizer practicing. Sweet. Synthesizing. He gets very good at playing Take On Me, but it's all he can play. Do you need other things played? On a synthesizer? No. Okay. Glad we have this covered. Just echoes through the ship all hours of the day. And night, because there's really no night and day on a ship. 
But anyway, the job's worth a couple of thousand. There's, you know, all the fake background. Uh, you know, you contact the guy. And, there, and there's a whole communication chain where, you know, he asks details on you and you, you know, could undoubtedly ask what would be reasonable questions for this sort of job. Are they really minor minors or just minors? Uh, just minors. The labor laws on the planet are, are pretty are pretty standard. Good to know. The uh, population of the planet is is kind of a mixed bag. Uh, there, it's not a planet that ever had real major colonizing efforts made. You've just had kind of small batches of folks show up. Yeah, the population is, is pretty low. There's only about 100,000 people on the entire planet. It's got a, you know, typical... Earth environment, close to Earth gravity, which is pretty similar to all your major races, you know. Most of your major races breathe more or less the same stuff, handle about the same gravity. I had a phone call. No, no problem. Basically, Patrick, they just finished up the meal with Achilles. He he has somebody put posting a job the next day with his whole cover story, so y'all can go check out this abandoned quarry and these uh, stone carvings that appear to have star, you know, space coordinates on it. And some of the alien race's language, though not everything matches up with that language, and some of the stuff appears to be gibberish. Should we have a secure way to get anything back to the professor? Or no? Uh, I forget exactly what kind of dead, dead drop system she had set up. But yeah, you basically it would be through go-betweens. People you could go physically talk to. It's like the the grad student and probably somebody on the Casparilla station. You know, through you know false names and dark web kind of stuff. You know, we'll be in communication with each other, and the professor talks to her her guy on her end, and y'all can talk to y'all's guy on y'all's end. But, you know, going to and physically talking to, so nothing, there's no electronic communication for them to tap into. Never mind, then. But Maybe it is once not we get a, more pictures. You know, Achilles has not uh, got his end set up yet. Because, you know, he just found out about it at dinner. So you've accepted the job. It pays a couple of thousand. Let's go be miners. So yeah, you spend a few days traveling. 
the eggheads can tinker on whatever. Danru can practice his synthesizer skills. Now, don't do too much of that. We'll get demonetized. Sorry. I don't know. The way his audio breaks up, I don't think Twitch would even notice <laughs> it. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm actually looking at my own like voice connection. I see it like going from red to green constantly. So yeah. I don't know. Gonna form a prayer circle for his mic connection. <laughs> I actually have a really nice headset. Yet my main concern is the laptop I'm using it was like a display model, and I'm worried it may not be that. That's one I got a double on it. Point I bought it. Why did we change to a space background? You're all traveling through space, and I'm tired of looking uh, at the logo. Uh huh. Uh, no, like no, the, like, I'm actually serious. I'm actually serious. I'm just tired of looking at the logo. Roll insight on the DM. I'm truthfully a little proud of myself that I made you this paranoid. <laughs> I'm just generally paranoid of all DMs as a DM. I just assume well, when we change maps, it's because we're using the map. Also that, and pretty much any place we go, you're constantly rolling things like, oh, don't worry about it. Some of that may just be to make you paranoid. I mean, none of it so far, but at some point in the future, some of it may just be to make you very annoyed. Uh -huh. The trick is, you've been followed around on Casparilla Station before. Yeah. So you know there's people there keeping eyes on you. Hmm. But, you know, leaving the station, you don't notice any, any ships, you know, leaving and following you, or leaving and, you know, casually staying, you know, in y'all's general direction. Uh, travel to the next closest, uh, or to the closest crucible goes without incident. You know, you show up, you communicate with the uh, flight controllers. Uh, who, you know, you've, you've used this crucible several times recently, so. So, you know, nothing, nothing hinky goes there. So we've been upgraded to the wet dock, where you can have drinks while you drive. <laughs> they had to figure out a way to use the nautical term. They found the best way to use the nautical term. <laughs> Alright. So your travel through space passes uneventfully. You know, it's uh, amazingly it's... uneventfully. Yay! Yay! Well, you know, I mean, you, you're paranoid. You, you're paranoid. You keep a lookout all the way through. All the cool stuff is happening on the other end of the galaxy. But uh, for now. Well, it turns out there's only three groups of PCs running around in this galaxy, and fate can only focus on one at a time. <laughs> <clears throat> wasn't our week but uh anyway so you're traveling fairly quickly you're not really stopping at any of these stations or stopping at any of these crucibles 
you pretty much just bamf in and then bamf to the next one. Uh, you do have to stop and resupply, uh, you know, once during this journey. Or, I shouldn't say resupply, your food stores are fine, but refuel. <clears throat> and eventually you arrive at your destination. I need a random planet name. Where's a random planet name generator? Uh, say any word and add Uween onto it. Biruni. Did I cut out again? No, no, no. No, I mean, mostly you were still here. Okay. I think I caught what you said. Vaguely. Eh, Edis. We'll go with Edis. E T I S, Edis. Uh, that's where the dwarf planet's out in our system, isn't it? That here is what I'm thinking about. No, no, there's no orc planets. There are no orcs in the city. Exactly. Uh, At least I don't think so. I mean, you do have lizard people, so. Uh, no, dwarf planet as in it's actually like a planet that exists in our system. Oh, okay. So you mean there's no race running around just going, WAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAAA
space El Caminos, motorcycles, anything like that. Uh, I'm watch out for the space El Caminos. He is in the. Uh, he drives up in the equivalent of like an SUV. Space UV. Uh, it's actually wheeled. The the wheels look look like they're clearly designed for on road and off road. Unlike on Casparella, though, it's not old and beat up and look like you know. It does not look like it's held together with baling wire and duct tape. The uh, the overall feel you get of this place is maybe it's a little more prosperous. Actually, got the drug started. Maybe so. Or it's just more mineral rich. If you remember, Casparella is, is minerally poor, fairly poor. Their big thing is agriculture. But he walks and greets you. Uh, hey, I'm Cody. I'm, I'm going to be your guide while you're here. You know, get you out to the quarry and all that. Howdy, Cody. You know, you got to protect those miners. Yeah. So many miners. They yep, need yep. protecting. And then there's the miners. You know, the ones that get rocks. He just looks quiet. But um, just. Right. Why do you well, anyway, we can load up in the, uh, in the, uh, tracker back here. You know, walks you back to the vehicle. Uh, Francis, you notice him kind of giving you the side eye every every chance he gets. He's not staring, Francis but he just keeps finding excuses to look at you. Does Francis anyone else gives a, this? Uh, an attempt at a disarming smile the next time he see, looks at him. Uh, Francis just snarls at him. Give me a roll on that. <laughs> um, like an insight roll. Oh yeah, you can go ahead and give an insight roll if you want to, about it. Yeah, uh, yes, cat. You notice? Wait, well, he's not just staring, or doesn't appear to be trying to be rude. But yeah. I'm gonna roll for perception for Jay to see if she notices. Okay. Cat doesn't say anything, but she might just keep a little bit closer eye. <laughs> Cody boy, yeah. Jay don't notice nothing. And was that a charisma roll you wanted to give me? And uh, to be fair, it's probably for the best. Is that a charisma roll you wanted me, wanted me to do? We kind of broke up for a second. Uh, well, I just said give a roll. I didn't even name a skill, which I guess was not helpful ah. at all. I'm just gonna assume perception or something. <laughs> oh, insight Whoa. is wisdom. If you wanted him to, I thought you said insight. Are you trying to? Are you trying to come off as friendly? Yeah, just trying to come off as friendly. Yeah, give me persuasion then. <laughs> when you bury your fangs at him, he looks. He look. He, he kind of gives a start. 
Oh, <clears throat> sorry, I wasn't trying to stare. And kind of hurries, hurries on to the vehicle. What? Good job, Francis. That's how you do it. <laughs> Making friends and influencing people. You people are nuts. <laughs> I'm just guessing Adrian actually said that in character. Yeah. It's true. Nothing. Once you are loaded up in the vehicle, he dro he drops the pretense of there being miners or anything. Okay, so I'm supposed to drive y'all out to the old abandoned quarry? Correct. And let y'all poke around some? Pretty much. Alright. I'm just picturing, like, four heavily armed people squeezed, like, shoulder to shoulder in the back of an SUV. Luckily, it's an SUV. It's fairly roomy. Not with, like, armor and all of your weapons. Yeah, we have dandruff strapped up. I'm a bike. It's got a storage compartment up top. Okay. That most of your gear can go into. I mean, it's a tight fit, certainly, but... But you're not just, you know, freakishly uncomfortable or anything. I'd say Adrian is probably stretched out on somebody. Like, dives into the back seat once everyone sits down. Pretty much. So it's about an hour drive or so, you know, out of this town. Before he finally pulls up to the uh, quarry. And this is the layout of the quarry. It does indeed look like a quarry. Mm-hmm. He tells yep. you, uh, Cody tells you, yeah, this place has been abandoned for a while now. You know, 15 Any years or so, I don't, I don't know exactly. Any particular reason it was abandoned? Just wasn't that, uh, uh, not prosperous, profitable. It was like a small startup that, that was starting to work on this one, and... About the time they got in here good, you know, the, the vein they thought they were tapping into wasn't as big as they as predicted, and some competition on the other side of town, I think, uh, opened up a much bigger, more professionally done one. Yeah, you know, what little bit of research I did, that's all it really turned up. How far down... what we're looking for. Oh, uh, you can have you a fair walk. It's, it's like a 10 minute walk. You know, when, once you get in, in there. Now, I haven't been in myself. It hadn't been a, you know, it's, it's 
far enough away from town and nobody really wanders out of here. I mean, some kids any, tried to have a rave here a few years back, but, you know. Any wildlife living in there now? Uh, Giant well, mammoth lizard. Well, like I said, I haven't, uh... I have not been here myself. I just, you know, looked up the information on it. You know, I know where the place, you know, knew where the place was at, so I can get you here. Just figured I'd ask. I point out here that's the entrance. Yeah, that's the entrance. You know, it's a good eh, 25, 30 feet down to the bottom. You know, from the from the top here. Thankfully, there is convenient path. Well, you know, if you're digging a quarry, you got to be able to get your stuff in and out. Uh, yeah. All right, has everybody dropped their... There's six there. Okay. Well, there wasn't at first, and then you dropped that while I was talking. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Give me a marching order. Not that it's important. <laughs> uh, Not yeah. that it's important. Thank you. He says it's not important. Mm -hmm. I'd recommend the tank up front. Which is where the tank is at. He doesn't know what I look like. Well, you know, that's fair. He might not. Mm hmm. Yep. Everybody. She was got very demanding about attention, so she's getting attention, but not the attention she wanted. But the attention she deserves. Pretty much. She's being snuggled. All right. So you come down. You're impressed. There's handrails. OSHA compliant. This is amazing. They don't even have this on some mm. stations. Sposha is impressed. Sposha. Uh. <laughs> now, let's see, there's six of y'all, so a D6 will do fine. There is no sniper. Alright. As you'll notice here, there are, it's like the earthworks gave away a little bit here, and they had put, you know, wooden planking down. Uh, the wood looks old, Danru, but as you're passing over it, it seems, you know, it seems to be holding you, so. So obviously I put complete faith in it. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you step carefully, it seems to hold you up. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna move y'all up there, but keep the marching order. Yeah, I'd recommend one at a time across that. One at a time. 
Uh, Francis, as you're crossing, give me a deck save. Nice. Oh, very good. Very good. Francis just backflips across. You would see him standing up top of you, like standing up on his tail, doing like a zen position. <laughs> Actually, one of the boards snaps under his weight. But uh, but yeah, as he starts to fall over, he's kind of able to catch himself with his tail just a little bit, so he does not wind up falling off or falling completely through. Oh, hey, uh, careful. Some of the boards are boards are a little rock. I think it's just you. I'm offended. I think your friend just Where called you, you a chunky boy. <laughs> An absolute unit. A big honker. <laughs> oh, Lord, he coming. The big chungus. Lord, Lord Chungus. I, I gorged myself on the ship's ice cream rations once, and suddenly I'm the fat ass. Wait, there was ice cream? The ship has ice cream rations? There there was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought you, you guys can't... knew. We just walked down to the kitchen one night. He's just down there covered in ice cream. <laughs> Francis has gotten so fat that people are mistaking him for a snake because his arms are covered. <laughs> <laughs> Like a gecko stores all of his excess fat, like in his tail. That's how he was able to catch himself so well with No, or he just can't. Like he can walk towards just fine. His his tail catches. All right, so y'all get around to the next little set of boards. And, uh, Dan Rue, you pass over without any trouble. Uh, Francis, you don't break any of them this time. Jade and Hull get across just fine. Uh, Adrian, give me a, uh, Dex save as you're crossing. Wow, you guys are getting all your good rolls out early. Uh, the board isn't rotten so much as it's just loose. And just the way you step on it, it shifts, and you just for a second think you're going to lose your balance, but you, you know, you catch it. Cat, you see that and have no trouble avoiding that board as you cross. So if you would move yourselves to, oh, about here. About where? Uh, about here. Yeah. You know, somewhere in that general area. You know, in your marching order.
as you get there, let me see, what was y'all? Just more dice rolling, nothing to be alarmed about. Nothing oh, no, no, this is to be alarmed about. <laughs> I mean, for the statement. players, the characters are completely not alarmed. That can mean a lot of things, and I don't like any of them. Surprise, boulders. Again. A Again. Fall. A rock fall, party dies. That's how that works. Usually that's after you're in the cave, but, you know, I wanted to mix things up. <clears throat> Now, basically, you are caught by surprise as this, we'll call it a creature, has blended into the, it, it's in the entranceway of the quarry, and uh, with this coloration, it blends into the, into the dirt and the rocks pretty well. It's got a very, I don't want to say Scaly. But it's got a kind of a very rough. Like shark sandpapery skin. Yeah, something like that. It is a six limbed creature. Which, from what little bit you've studied of this planet, is not unusual in this ecosystem. Alright, everyone gets a leg. Oh, this planet is just full of highly evolved creatures. Got it. Why are we here? Why are we lowly four appendage creatures here? Somebody's yeah, got to bring down the property value. Yeah, there was some paperwork mixed up. Quickly, Francis, take these arms and extra arms to your body. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Take these extra arms to your body. I don't, Still I don't think that's how that works. He wants you to tape extra arms to your body. <laughs> well, he's got a tail, so that's at least one more appendage. <laughs> it's built... It's it's a large creature. Uh, it's big chungus. It is kind of big. Huh? Let me put that on the... Uh, token layer. Not that guy again. That's probably going to be my generic monster token. Oops. There we go. Because I poked around and I could not find good artwork for this guy. It's built kind of... Like I said, it's large, but it's built kind of squat and broad. It's got a flat, almost frog-like face. As far as you know, the mouth is freakishly wide. Uh, it's got multiple horns. Two that face forward look like they could actually be used like as weaponry. The other two kind of curl back slightly. And are uh, considerably smaller. The back legs fold up a lot like a frog's, where the front ones are heavily muscled, and all of them are clawed. 
I'm sure this is a very docile, polite creature. It go. It just springs out of that hole, or out of that entryway, leaping a good twenty feet. Is Cody still up there? He stayed. With the he people. abandoned us. Catch us to be like you. You couldn't just mention this. It was like ten feet inside the doorway. But it leaps and hits the ground running. It gets about here. Uh. Let's see. Even I'll start from this side. Odd. I'll start from the other. So, Hull, Jade, yes. and Francis, I need, let's see, constitution saving throws, if you would be so kind. Don't be kind. He can't complete, he can't complete whatever he's doing if you're not kind. Uh, question, what is the save against? Uh... Damage. I just basic damage, so it's not poison or anything like that. I'm asking because it's I thunder. So it, it it opens its mouth. Okay. And lets loose some sort of sonic attack. Uh, I have advantage against like poison or disease. That's what I had that. Oh, okay. Okay, I get you. I get you. I get you. No, it's not poison or disease based. All right. So All right. So. Francis fails miserably. Jade and Hole pass quite well. Alright, let's see. Alright, do I have one more of these? Yes. No, that's 10. No, I'll make this. Alright, Francis, you take 11 points of damage. Ooh. And you are deafened. What? Exactly. Uh, the other two of you, uh, Jade and Hull, you take 5 points of damage. And are not deafened. The ears are ringing pretty good. It was a good, loud, loud little something. Oh, tinnitus! Probably echoed really nice in the quarry. Do what now? Probably echoed really nice in the quarry, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That would have been a great excuse to make it more area, a bigger area of effect. Oh, yeah. No, you, you, no, you don't need that now. No, no.
Don't need the die roller. Oh, what? We're doing turn orders? We can't just talk this thing out of it? Uh, it appears to be an animal. You're not certain that it's of human level intelligence. I would like to negotiate with a horrible hell spawn. Don't forget to click on your pog before you roll your initiative. Uh, my initiative actually went up last level. Uh, how do I edit the sheet? Not here, if, the sheet should automatically edit itself. Um, I'm using a separate sheet. I don't use the one you gave me. Okay. So what is your initiative well, now, Patrick? You... Or your initiative modifier now? It's plus one. That's at plus two, I'm sorry. You said plus one? It went up by one, so that's two. Okay. So... So I have six chance. Okay. And item six. Oh yes, and then I need to roll That's... for the critter. Right-click your icon. You can add your turn in there, and then uh, roll your add your initiative. Oh, you're already in there. All right. So top of the order. Oh man, my monster goes last. Man. No, he doesn't go last. I go last. Yeah. Oh, I, just I don't get put on the turn. You you just never put me on the turn order. I just if have you, to wait every Well, if time. you click your pog and roll, it's not an issue. I did. Last time I didn't, and it still threw me up there. It does random weird things. Mm -hmm. The six, by the way. Alright. So I'm going to go second to last. I feel better. Top of the order is Adrian. You're muted. Yeah, I'm trying to decide what to do. Uh... I thought he was deafened. No, no, that's Francis. So uh, I'm going to yep. come back here. And I'm going to shoot a sprite beam at it. As we all know, creatures of the wild hate lemon lime. It's the citrusy. There it's right, so that was a thirteen to hit. That yeah. Okay. And Yanni will sort of zoom over here and also miss. Consistency. I like it. 
Okay, Francis, it's your turn. Alright. <clears throat> Friend just screams, oh, screw this. And I hope to God an 18 hits. Yes, 18 hits. So do I. Alright, and I'm also going to burn a stunt die to use Flash Burst. Upon a successful hit from a melee or ranged attack, you can unleash a burst of energy upon the target. You add the stunt die to the attack's damage roll, and the target must make a dexterity saving throw or become blinded until the end of its next turn. And I'll just go ahead and paste that right there. Right, so, rolling for damage. And that's 10 plus 1d8. Alright, what, kind, that's of 11 damage damage. what kind of damage are you doing? Uh, it's a burst of energy. Okay, okay. And they need to make a dex save or their dex save or they're blinded until uh, the next one. The deck save is a... Oh, wait, that's actually one of his. 20. That'll, that'll pass. I'll be right back. All right. Jade. I'm going to shoot it with my sniper rifle. God help us all. <laughs> yeah, really. Nice. That's definitely a hit. Of course. Why it did I expect anything it, less? It is high velocity, so remember that. Oh, it's plus yeah, you rolled one. It's rough. Yep. It's well, rough, you know, y'all rolled so good on the saves. Bad things just had to happen later. Yep. Hole, you're up. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and, considering it last just one area effect, I'm going to go ahead and release that, uh, Back up a bit, and I'm gonna give Danaru, Francis, and Jade. I'm gonna pop my aim bots on them. Okay. You're all, you're all plus two to hit and plus two to saves. Nice. All right. And you basically got your back up against the wall of the of the quarry. Cat, you're uh, up. It's more like, hey, you guys want... Well, truth be told, I'm actually kind of tanky for years. But still. Cat's gonna shoot again. That's a hit. Seven damage. And... Just for the shits and giggles of it, she's gonna bonus action 
scoot over a little bit and try to blend in with the wall. She's not that good at blending in with a wall. Quebec. He sees you. So sees me. She's like sitting at the wall like... It's my boy's turn. It's not my turn. Mother boy. Oh, okay. Oh, let's see. When does he get to use his, use his shout again? This round, if he wanted to. Nice. However, he's going to try something else. Jumps here. Oh no! Oh yeah. He. The back two legs, the middle two legs, grab the lip of the ledge you're standing on. And are like kind of scrambling. You can hear the back two legs also kind of scratching at the wall, trying to pull himself up. Uh. Where those front two legs are making attacks. So first claw on Danru. Does a fourteen hit you, Danru? No. Second claw on Francis. Or no, I'll take that back. Second claw is on Jade. Does a 14 hit Jade? Uh, her armor class is 14. So it's a yes. No. We gotta get damage. Let's see. 12 points of damage. Ooh. And then it tries to bite Francis. No. Natural 20 on the dice. No. Oh. I'm sorry. You are Francis. I'm sorry. And then, and then Francis thinks, oh, not my duty center. <laughs> it's because I ate all that ice cream, isn't it? He just, a bitch. he just smells so sweet. There we go. Flopped off my board. There it is. Twenty-two points of piercing damage. Oh. Well, you know, it's a crit. Oh, we're getting raided. Once again by oh Curious goodness. Crafts. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of tentacles. 
It is, it is. I've seen where this is going. Alright, Francis is unconscious. No. Already? Yep. Did you roll your HP? For the last yep. level? Damn! Oh yeah, you, well, yeah, that, you got hit for... Yeah. Pretty solid hits. Because he failed one already. Dude. Yeah, it was like 12 and 22. Which is more than yeah. I can take. Okay, guys, so we gotta kill this thing? Had he already... Oh, mm -hmm. that's right. He got hit He got hit by the shout the first time. I had. Yeah. That's right. If only he had somebody that could heal him sitting next to him. Yeah, if only. <laughs> I, if only I could stabilize him immediately next to her. Are we sure we want to do that? He did eat all the ice cream. <laughs> I mean, it's not like the, this group is mostly made up of vicious criminals who hold grudges, so... I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> it's, yeah, eventually you explode like all the enemies we've been fighting, except instead of a rainbow comes out Neapolitan. Is Neapolitan ice cream? Alright, so is that all of its actions? Yes, it is all of its actions for the round. And then it's Danbury. And it's my action. It is time for the polearm master to use his polearm. Or you could heal Francis. Nah, Francis is fine. I took polearm master, I'm using it at least once. So I'm gonna swing my glaive. Alright. Bad swing. So I'm going to now use my polearm mastery and swing the other end of my glaive. Wow, this Whoa. game hates me. Ooh, that's unfortunate. You've got that the exact bad. same roll. On both sides. Yeah, yeah you rolled a one both times. No, no. Oh, you rolled, I rolled a, a one, one and, and a three. Yeah. And then I rolled a one and a three. Ugh. Oh, I see. I wasn't even paying attention to the second roll. Maybe he needs a mulligan on that one. No, I mean, it's what happened, what happened. It no, looks it was... like absolute garbage. Well, you know, roll 20 will do that, but then you'll you'll get 20s in a row sometimes. So. I get to sit here and be worthless. Well, but not for lack of trying. <laughs> Alright, Adrian. Hmm. Bonus action. Activate Symbiont Mark. Give him disadvantage on constitution rolls. He's going to fire another sprite beam at it. Okay. That's 22. Cute. For... 7 damage. Okay. And Yanni... 
We'll also fire. Hits even better. And just a wee bit. Isn't Yanni a musician's name? Yanni, yes. Not good. Aren't a lot of names a lot of other people's names? Probably. Well, Yanni's and kind of an odd so... one. And it takes six force damage. And Yanni will zip over here. Alright, who's actually playing Yanni right now? Do what now? Uh, it sounded like someone was actually playing Yanni. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. Francis! Make a death save. Make a death save. Alright, that is one success. Yay. See, he didn't even need my help. Despite the fact it would have been more useful. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's good, dog. The rocky road is leaking out and, block and blocking up the wound. He's blood eating uh, rainbow sprinkles. I get, I, get, I get the image of us going, oh, he's fine. He's fine. We like weekend attorneys have him down the, the fight. <laughs> the thing is, his, his blood flow is not even going that fast. He's cold blooded. The ice cream slowed down. And the blood flows <laughs> staunched just by how cold he is. We're good, guys. This is this is fine. Jade, you're up. Okay. Your partner is down. Oh, and uh, Delthanor from Twitch says yes. Yanni's a musician. Ah, yes, yes. Which, is, of course. Is as much of a confirmation as anyone in this chat saying Yanni was a musician, but still. It's more people voicing the opinion, so you know. Yes, because if enough people voice the opinion, it's correct. Exactly. Now, that is history. how the internet works. That's how history works after a while. Alright. So, Jade, what are you doing? Uh, I can move in. Yeah. I'm going to move. Damn. We're so big, I'd drag your ass with me. Over here. That's a and lot of I'm movement. Shoot. Uh, yeah, how far was that? I don't know. I just figured the squares were kind of big. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Actually, you make it there. You can make it right, okay, here. right here. Well, one to the left. No, no, it's still yeah, good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Thank you. That's one full movement. Yay. Your enemy, uh, does, your, your enemy does, however, get an attack of opportunity on you. Damn it. Yeah, it's one swipe of a claw. Yeah. And you have as long as it roll a natural 20, you'll be fine. What do you say? Repeat yourself? I said, as long as he doesn't roll a natural 20, I'm sure you'll be fine. Sure. Does a 17 hit you? Yep. Yep. I see a one on the dice plus five, six points of damage. Oh, that's not even that bad. Nah, it's It'll a be fine. Tis only a flesh wound. <laughs> Bullshit. Thirty-nine hit points. It was a crit, man. It was a crit. It was. After you had failed a con save versus his previous attack. Yeah. 
Then I'm going to shoot it with my sniper rifle. And okay, you need to be predictable. <laughs> so that's an 11? Yeah. An 11 does not hit. Mm. Hole. Well. Uh, two things I can do right now. All right, uh, Francis, I will use one of my prime abilities. Congratulations, you're now stabilized. I don't think that saves anymore. Did I get uh, out again? Uh, it was it was coming in and out, but I think we could understand you. You stabilized yeah. the lizard yeah. child. So yeah, so he's laying there, still covered in his own blood, but no longer leaking any of it. Blood and ice cream. I'm trying to check, I guess the system is a heck terrifying abomination of the science. And since I was actually using a most private, I can't do anything else right now, so... Yeah. Uh, let's try to at least space us out of it now, so it's going to be hard to attack all of us. And, uh, take it away. Okay. I'm about to take the full wrath of this creature, aren't I? You uh, I don't know. Orbs. Cat, you're up. It uses, it uses Francis as a melee weapon. <laughs> no, it doesn't have reach that way. I'm keeping with polearm because it has reach. You know, I'm saying it. You know, I'm saying it uses Francis as a melee weapon, not you. Okay, and Cat did not have any bots, right? No. Uh, I thought we could have moved them. Like, firemen. It was Andrew, Francis, and Jade that had the yeah, aimbot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And the only plus you get for buddies being in combat with it is to damage, right? You get, like, the sneak attack-ish stuff. I think I get advantage if it's flanked. Somebody else back me up on that. Do I or do I not? Uh, you only get advantage if they actively... More or less, they have to sacrifice their attack in order to play you. Yeah. I missed them. Too busy trying to blend in with the rock. And there's the critter's turn. I'm really blending in with the rock now. Let's see. Okay, he's big, but he does not have right reach. He's going to take... Decisions, decisions. He's going to try to gore you, Taylor. Gross. It's we usually wait for at least the third encounter before that kind of action. Hasn't even like taking you out on a date or. Uh, 
Ooh, that's going to fail miserably, I'm sure. I'm assuming a 13 misses. It does miss. So let's see, you can do a gore and two claw attacks. So, both claws. One's a 12. One is a 25. That one hit. That one, that last, that last one catches me. Yep, yep. You duck and you dive the first two, and then you kind of move right into the third swing. Nine points. Pull a ghost punch. Nine points. I. Nine points. Of slashing. He pulled a ghost punch on me. Where I saw the first one, and then right behind it was a second one. Just didn't see it coming. All right. And while you laugh, that's actually a thing we do in martial arts. Danru. Yep. <laughs> Let's try this one more time. Whole arm swing. It's a 14 hit. A 14 does not hit. Well, let's try it with the back end. Uh, I'm not going to hit a dang thing. It looks very pretty when you swing around your stick, though. The rest of the party wonders why you're sitting there doing katas when you should be fighting, but you know. <coughs> very nice looking. Well, who's next? Adrian. How much of a drop is this? Uh, about 10 feet. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Parkour! Uh. You probably went twisted ankle. Probably. <laughs> it's only mm -hmm. 1d6. Hmm. Which really, not super realistic. But oh well. Well, if you drop that far and make an acrobatics check, though, you can negate that, probably. Yeah, but he doesn't have acrobatics. Quick, negotiate the fact it's a quarry, so it's going to be a ramped ten feet and not a straight drop. Because we don't build cliffs in quarries, if we can help it. Well, these guys don't look like they were very professional. has handrails, but that's about it. Everything else well, is subpar. More sprite beaming. Okay. Nope. Nope. And Yanni. How's that 18, though? That 18 is going to hit. Boop. Somebody the drone is going to single-handedly take down the monster. And it zips happen. over here. <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm not hitting it, but I'm still doing my job. <laughs> That's true, you're taking the hits. Alright, Francis is go, Francis is out. Jade. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna use action action shirt. Damn it, I can talk. Action surge. And what does that do? 
You have your one more attack. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I was trying to look over it one more time and try to summarize that Zach beat me to it. Get uh, one, I think, one more full action if it's anything like regular action search. Sixteen? Seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Unless the mod is already added in. No, I don't think it is on that one. So that is a hit. It would just be the ten. Ah. The seven would it be if it critted. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I was trying to figure that out. Um, Sixteen hits. I think that would be eight. It would be eighteen again. Yeah. Yep. Ow. So those those two rounds slam into it pretty good. It does not look happy. It starts looking around for who could have done that. I point to the nearest person. Cat's like frantically like trying to still against the rock wall. Oh, you're up. Alright. I will position myself here. Uh, am I still like up against the walls when I'm going for not on the Okay. Above? That is too far. That's ba that'd basically be you up on top of the Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to figure out here. Let's like, I'm just trying to get myself like yeah, like right there, you're just up against the wall. If you wanted to get right uh, here, we anyway. could say you were up against the wall. And I'm blasting it with laser beam, firing my laser. And that is... Get beam to... A 13 does not. Alright, but also. That's. Uh, why did it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my drone misses too. I was doing that coordinated attack. Oh, okay. And then it is Cat's turn. Does 17 hit? A 17 hits. Alright, seven piercing plus death strike. That do twelve total. She's gonna stay where she is, frantically trying to blend in with the wall. Thirteen what is his She she's not doing really well. No, no, not especially. I shouldn't have worn fluorescence. But they look so good. She's and doing an so excellent colorful. job of hiding in the rocks, but she forgot to turn off the lights on her mask. That and, like, bright fluorescent, like, jacket. Alright. Got that, like, running, like, reflective running sash on. I didn't want hunters in these woods to take any shots at me. 
figured they're they're kind of sparsely populated. Didn't expect anything to have color vision that was gonna hunt us. Granted, that was a, my dad. Okay. The creature runs over here. Attack of opportunity! You may take it. Please. Please succeed. 15. That'd be a 15. One shy. Yeah. Well. Anyway, it runs over here and then leaps up. Onto the wooden, onto the uh, wooden walkway. Does it break? Absolutely. <laughs> so does it just go falling back down again? Yes. I would like to Jay. take a moment to pause. I would like to take a moment to pause. I saw that roll. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Attack zone defender. <laughs> while in your defensive stance, you can make an opportunity attacks without using your reaction. And you can use your reaction to make a melee attack against a creature that moves more than five feet while within your reach. Okay. To escape my reach, he had to move ten feet. Yes, yes. So I get the second swing. Alright, roll your damage for that second swing. Alright. Now, to go to my... To finally get to combo things together the way Sentinels are supposed to, it'll do that damage plus... Let's see here. 2d8. Because I'm going to expend a strike to infuse that strike. Or okay. spend a tech slot to infuse that strike. Okay. So two more d8s of damage. So what level of slot are you expending? A level one. And it's 2d8 naturally? If you hit a creature with a melee weapon using your weapon link, which is the weapon I'm using, expend one tech slot to deal radiant damage to the target. In addition to the weapon's damage, the extra damage is 2d8 for a rank 1 tech slot, plus 1d8 for each slot higher. Yeah, but you crit. That's, that's 4d8, my man. That's gonna be a lot more math. Uh, <laughs> Just roll another 2d8. Oh, no. There. <laughs> there so, I did 29 damage. 29 damage to it. <laughs> yeah, right, he's starting to look a little... He's starting he start to look like he's been in a fight. Starting to. That's concerning. Francis uh, is over here leaking like chocolate syrup. <laughs> Alright, he completely fails his saving throw, so he falls back down. Takes a d6 of damage. Jay, roll me a dick save as the, your platform you're standing on collapses out from under you. Oh, no. I mean, you have, a, you have plus four to that. Doesn't matter, it's me. I mean, it looks like she's mostly kind of standing on the rocky area. No, that's just her back to the rock. Uh, trying to help here. Ooh. I was going to say an advantage, but that really didn't help. You have a plus two to saves. That's 12. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not. Yeah, no, not really, no. <laughs> you fall down right next to it. You take a d6 of damage. Six points of damage. Gonna take a long rest in the bottom of the... We're gonna go back up to Cody's uh, pickup truck and take a long rest. <laughs> I think after this, I'm ready to go back to the ship. Get some wraparound bandages. Anime spot us that heals everything. 
Like, we're gonna try this again in the morning. This is gonna completely reboot this day. Anime taught us that and, uh, Left 4 Dead. Alright, Dandrew, you're up. Man. Let me, uh... Let me take a minute. Yeah, I forgot to do a a super important thing early on in this fight. Oh well. I'll slap a Slayer's Mark on it. Uh, okay. It's a bonus action, and I can do it uh -huh. any amount of time, so. My mark is gone. Oh, wait, what? A creature can only be marked by one, by one thing at a time. So oh, you put in your bad, Slayer's nut, you yeah, you putting your Slayer's Mark on it just erase the symbiont mark. What was your mark doing? It gave me an extra d6 psychic damage for every hit that I dealt. I see. That's my bad. From now on, I will not attempt to add additional marks. Yeah, that's fine. You guys will just have to flip a coin. Yeah, we'll live and learn. I feel bad that... On the Slayer's Mark, it does not mention that at all, that it would remove other marks. Yeah, it's it's an inherent rule into 5e, is a creature can only be marked by a single okay. thing at a time. That's just the kind of thing you pick up on as you, get, as you play the game and get more familiar with it. Yeah. It's all mm. good. So anyway, what does the Slayer Mark do? Uh, it just gives me advantage on any attack rolls against the creature for a minute. Oh, okay. Or until it drops. Well, yeah, yeah, it's until it drops. Is that your... You said it was a bonus action, though. Yeah, bonus action. All right, so what are you doing? Uh, my game? actual action will be... Uh, I cannot actually reach, reach it. Go ahead and be... As I type it in. Well, you could if you just jump down. I mean, you know, it's the whole D6 of damage. Are you thing. saying I can? Are you saying you will allow me to reach it with a jump? If you hop down five, if you slide down the side of the quarry remainder. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Yeah, I mean, I can get there. Now, if you just jump, you know, you're gonna take a D6 of damage. It just depends on how important it is for you to get there this way. Well, if he makes his acrobatic check, roll that. Oh yeah, let's do that acrobatics check. Okay. Before I go all crazy about this. Cool. I take a D six. Three points. All right. <laughs> and now I swing my glaive. Okay. There you go. Does a 20 hit? A 20 hit. Nine points. Okay. Do you get your And a tip. Okay. Yep. Polar Mastery. Attempt to hit it with the back end. Does a 12 hit? A 12 does not. Well, darn. And zone defense back up. Ready to go. Adrian, you're up. Well, 
This thing he just tried to break shit over where he's at, so he's like, no, 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 five, ten, eight, twenty, so come over here. And, uh, okay. That misses. Yanni might have done better. Uh, is there anything that adds to that 15? I don't believe so, no. Then it misses you. One shot. Okay. Ha. Now I don't even feel bad about replacing the mark since you didn't hit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, except yours lasts for a minute. Mine lasts for an hour. If we're fighting this thing for an hour, we've we got problems. Up. Yeah. We've got too many problems. One of which is we are unkillable. Yeah, you mm -hmm. grow. The other problem is. Well, actually, you're laying down. Well, the mark still lasts for an hour while it digests you. Or is that like a whole second turn? I think you use half movement to get up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it halves your movement. If you do try and back away from it, you are probably going to get an attack of opportunity. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> now, if you spend your entire action, you can make a withdrawal and just walk away without taking the attack. But that's your action for the round. Get behind me, my child. <laughs> that's what she's going to do. <laughs> Full withdrawal behind the big Ramble over here. Not a problem. Take uh take one more five foot step back. Uh, I don't know if she has that much movement because her movement's cut in half. Oh, uh, five, five ten, 10 15. fifteen. No, uh, one to the right and it's fifteen. Oh wait, wrong direction. I know my right and left. <laughs> okay, now now diagonally down to the left one. Wasn't I just there? Just just ping the square that you want her at. Yes. Okay. Thank you. That way, it has to move 10 feet in my zone of defense to be able to touch you. That means I get a free attack if it wants to go after you. Thanks, bud. No problem, pal. <laughs> oh, you're up. I agree, cat. Alright, I'll go up to the ledge here and cleanse it with holy fire. Activate the flamethrower. Okay. Ah. My dear friend is bringing back the thing that I like that he does. <laughs> okay, and I will. Uh, uh, it needs to make, I believe, an agility save. Let me look at that, though. You mean dicks? Uh, yeah. it, no, it's agility. Yeah. It has a yeah. zero stat. Yep. You got an 18. It may be taking half damage. Something. Half damage is still some damage, though. Yeah. Yeah. Dexterity saving throw, half damage for the past. 
You gotta what? love AoE. Uh, no, on this. Alright, so that's the damage? No, I clicked the wrong button. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, that was not very impressive. It was just like a match. Threw it at him. It's actually just six big okay. lighters all taped together and thrown. <laughs> a bundle of Roman candles. Okay, that's that's what I was missing there. That's actually kind of brutal because it, uh, it's a uh, 2d10 plus my engineer level. Okay. That's better. That is a little better. So, half 13. Oh, that's right, that was supposed to be halved, was it? Unfortunately. So six and a half points of damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven points of damage. Alright, it's starting to look it's starting to look kinda rough. I mean not Francis rough, but kinda rough. Cat, you're up. Gonna shoot it with the gun. Okay. <laughs> Thirteen points of piercing damage. And it is really engaged. I think you get your. Uh, I did that. Uh, okay, good. That's what the death strike is. Alright. Then uh, she's gonna again try to stealth against the rock. She's a little better this time. She she's learning. She's like covered herself in dust and gravel. And then it's its turn. And I really wanted to use its screen this time so I could get uh, Dan Rue and Jade. But y'all have heard it enough that it, it, it you've taken the fight out of it. It does not wish to be here any longer. So what it does no. is it double moves to get away. No. It hops up here on this particular uh. wide bit and then hops and, up here and then it gets attack by who yeah you have to be uh, directly engaged with it oh like, and it uh, did a full withdrawal yeah uh no i was talking about Andrew. i thought or is that guardian stance only it is own defense is only if it moves within my reach its first wow. step took it out of reach gotcha so yeah, it does a little double move and it's running away. How okay. fast is it moving? Uh, it's got a speed of forty. Okay. The kleptomaniac drone is about to steal a life. <laughs> the kleptomaniac drone is about to steal a life, isn't it? That would be awesome. Yeah, drone is gonna. Yeah. Drone go forth and murder. Yeah. That drone is like carrying a knife. Like, <laughs> so Danru got the next move in the turn order. Yes. And I guess we're done with fighting, so he will go walk up and uh. Good, good, a, good a solid. Um, let's see here. Well. Oh. I can literally just put in any number I want up to my max. Okay, um, yeah, I'll pop 
Oh, that's gonna be annoying to do the math. Um, I'll go ahead and just pop all 20 points back into Francis. Alright, Francis, you get 20 points back. Also, basically, considering the drone has equal speed to this thing, and his reach for his attack is 120 feet, he's gonna keep pot-shotting it with the sprite beam till it dies. It'll hmm. get three more shots, because the drone cannot double move and shoot, correct? Nah, but the drone's movement speed is 40 feet, so it has an equal movement speed as this thing. So yeah, but if, if it this needs thing to... is, but if this thing is double moving... Yeah, this thing's making a full move, which is 80 in total. Uh-huh. Where your drone's making but... 40 shoot, 40 shoot. Yeah. It would get a, I mean, it would get a few shots. In a range of 120, it'll get three more shots. But Before... it is organic, and the drone is not, so the drone can infinitely chase it if it starts getting too far away until it wears itself out. Drone is a murderer. I mean, how advanced is the scanning on the drone? Drone, the drone. It could potentially find somewhere to hide, another tunnel in the water. You know, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. He just runs off. He runs off shooting. You know, yeah, I mean, like, as far as just the strict numbers go, three more shots is the upper limit. And I'm all for you taking them three shots. Yeah, two of those hit. Alright, so what are the rest of y'all doing? Uh, Jade's gonna go check on Francis. Yeah, I'm, that's why I came over here. I'm gonna uh, make sure everything's okay. Francis back up and healthier than me. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm gonna check on him. I'm alright. I'm alright. Uh, uh, medical checks just to see, make sure everyone's okay. How's that? Okay. Yeah, you know, some of the folks are a little beat up. Uh. As far as I can tell, they look fine. Yeah, you know, it's flesh wounds. They'll be fine. Uh, over your Cody's voice comes over your over your comms. What the crap? Yeah, right. What the crap, Cody? Hey, what I told you. I just looked this place up. Those critters aren't even supposed to be. Aren't, those critters aren't supposed to be around here. Well, good thing we're here to defend the miners. They're usually they're usually much further south. Cat kind of like sneaks past everyone that's going to go down and kind of peek into like that far from the entrance, like, kind of peeking. They don't, like, swarm and nest, do they, Cody? Boo. Ah, shit. That is how Cat died. Cody's like, no, no, Screaming uh, best, terror. best I can remember, they're pretty much solitary. I mean, they, they meet up to mate every now and then. But, but then the dude, like, dead beats away, you know, it's just the mother that raises it. That's terrific, Cody. Does she see anything lurking in the entrance? No. Good. Yes, it's a mirror. 
Alright, you're gonna intro in. Uh, uh, I think we should rest a bit, considering what just happened. Alright, so we're gonna take a short rest. Right. I, yeah, sure. yes. Get all our abilities back, that sort of thing. Well, all the ones you get back for a short rest, yeah. Yeah. And Which you, means I get my spells back. And during a short rest, you can expend some of your hit dice to get the hit, get the hit points back. Cat used no spell slots, did not get hit. She's just kind of, kind of, continue to. So, Edwin Francis, you can spend your hit dice to get hit points back. Uh, Francis is going to burn two of his hit die. Okay. Give me a roll. Oh, whoa. I'm, I'm not bad. Not bad. This gets you up to what, 34 or so? Or 32? Uh, 30. Yep. Do you want to burn any of your hit die, Miss Half Dead? I guess I'll burn two as well. I'll burn one, and I think I'm back full now, so. Wow, that was convenient. Yep, yep. That gets me back to full. Yeah, so y'all sit around and rest. You know, it really was just flesh wounds. I mean, other than Francis, but his was healed through Esper, mag or Esper power, so. At least a big chunk of it. He was healed by the spirit of dirt. So you venture into the quarry, or into the cave at this point, tunnel order. May as well. And, and it is eight fifty. Just point that out. Yes, yes, yes. I, I've actually been keeping up. Today, so. Yeah, let's let's end twenty minutes early so I can get back to bloodstained. How oh, did that come out today? It came out yeah. today. I heard good things about it. Ooh, I'm sorry. Oh. It's fine. It's. I have opinions about it. Oh. Oh. Hey, I it's this I'd... place again. I thought I had cleared this map off. <laughs> Okay. Wait. It's in here. Oopsie. It's fine, guys. It's fine. Oh, God, now we're going. <laughs> Ghosts of great plans past. Should have gone. There should be some drugs here. We've gone through a temple only here. Okay, and the critters try to hide from you completely flubbed that roll. I mean, uh, you know. So the creatures you see are... Francis down there, oh no. Not quite humanoid. 
They're Imagine... just weird enough. Well, I say not quite humanoid. Think of something like, uh, well, I'm blanking on their names now. Not Homo erectus, but like a notch or two down from Homo erectus. You know, something where it's clearly human-ish, but not quite there yet. Still looks kind of ape-like. Homo subsidiary. You've got something kind of like that. It's, uh, I mean, not specifically human-based. I'm using that as an example. But they are six-limbed, like a lot of the native life forms. You know... They, they move around like an ape using the back, you know, the back four limbs. You know, with the top limbs. Like a gorilla centaur or something? Almost. Much like a gorilla, they could easily, you know, they could clearly raise up and walk with just the back two. But for speed, it's like they drop down. Uh... They are armed with spears. They don't have much... They're hairy, but you wouldn't call it fur. And they appear to have a very primitive sort of loincloth. Were they acting hostile towards us? Because you said they failed their to stay hidden. Uh, glancing around, you think they have a primitive ambush set up. Give me a perception check. See what all you actually pick up. Perception text. Perception or insight, whichever you'd rather use. It's the same for me either way. It's like I want to know exactly what these guys are doing. They're, They're setting an ambush for the monster that just left. I don't, I don't see a damn thing. No, no, you don't. You're wondering why everybody else is stopping and is looking around. Well, my passive perception the thirteen, so I see them. I just don't. I was rolling inside. So. Uh. As Jade walks into my back, I'll go ahead and tell her that there, there are people in ambush. <laughs> people. What? Right. Where? There's things happening? When did we walk in the cave? <laughs> All right, when did Kat, we get on this planet? <laughs> Kat, you, know, you, you spot everybody. Uh, you know, they're hiding behind this rock or that rock. Uh, and pretty much all of you spot that. Let's see, nobody really made an inside roll. Uh, I tried and failed. Yes, yes you did. Back way over here, in kind of the far corner, uh, you spot a much smaller 
clearly, clearly a young, kind of peeking around the corner. She'll point that out. Like, I, I think we might have just become home record. Yeah, we just walked to somebody's house. How long okay. has this quarry been unused for it to develop a native civilization? Is 10 years enough to be pulling that stuff? No, no, but it's been about 15. Is 15 years long <laughs> enough to pull this stuff? You don't it's know. free real estate. Anyway, I recommend we, if they've got children over here, I recommend we hug the wall. Because they seem to be guarding this area. No, right no, here. the children over here in the back tunnel. Okay, uh, I see. So, you, I see. you know, to go deeper in where you need to go. Um, Let's say. They, they have weapons? Are they pointing any at us? Yes, all their spears are pointed in your direction. Not like they're getting ready to throw it, but, you know, like they're holding them. Adrian just sort of does the whole. Is this a thing meme as Yanni appears, like, above his hands, like. You know, I could always just send him in and I could look through his eyes, right? You don't even have to step foot in the cave. Hey, yeah, let's use let's just use the invisible thing. Yeah. We just need Yon. pictures of the thing, right? All I need to do is to be able to see whatever's written and I can instantly copy it. Yep, let's just use the invisible thing. So y'all just kinda of stand there, you send your drone back. Cat will kind of like step forward and like she probably has a knife on her somewhere. So she'll just, she's already probably put her guns away and hidden them. Just takes the knife out and puts it down and just kind of makes a show of like, I don't, I'm not armed. Prince says his hands in the air. Adrian just kind of sits against this wall and just goes, but it, as he just sort of blinks into his drone and is kind of watching it fly around. Dan sit, doesn't have a weapon out. I sit here and kind of go more or less against style of this room. Basically showing that I'm not being uh, When they realize they've been spotted, they kind of fall back and form a... It's not a real uniform line, but more or less they fall back to about the halfway point and just kind of block stuff off, you know, while they're watching you. Do they look like they're... Have they made any, like, communication to each other? And, uh, You've heard some silent. grunting, they've made some noises. Nothing you specifically recognize as a language. Okay, and also, I will send this data to, uh, what's the guy who's actually brought us here? Yeah, Cody. The SUV. Cody. Cody. I ask, uh, Cody, can you give us any information on these people? What people? I especially sent up an image of, like, the guys with the spears. Oh, um, those aren't, those aren't really people? That seems a bit racist. They're a, they're a sentient being. Eh, quasi-sentient at best. They made crude spears at sentience. Yeah, they're really They're crude. tool using. Why do I feel like this is about to be you guys using slave labor? Oh, no, no, he, he actually gets kind of offended when you suggest that. Yeah, that's kind of. I think that's kind of why he was giving Francis a side eye. Yeah, I mean, th these people clearly have a culture of some sort. 
hunting and trapping. That's that's cats hunt. No matter how Maybe they don't trap, but yeah, spiders trap. No, it, it's simple effect of combining things into tools and teamwork. That's yeah. enough basis to say look, a look, form of. They're, they're not supposed to be here. Uh, um, oh, uh, where, where are they supposed to be? Cody, there's about to be a lot of questions, and if any of those are about to get us killed, I want to not ask what? them. What? No. Uh, no. Well, hey, hey, I don't. I don't. No, it it ain't something like that. While y'all talking uh, to him, the uh, Yanni, you know, zips on back, way back in the cavern. As you're passing through, you see uh, the females and the children are kind of stashed the next chamber over. Uh, you don't see anything that looks like cooking fires, which you probably wouldn't in a cave anyway. But, mm-hmm. but uh. You do see where they have some, uh, you don't know what kind of vegetables they grow, you know, grow native, native on this planet, but it looks like some kind of roots and tubers. You know, they have a store of food here. Okay. But they're, they're not, they're not a sentient. But anyway. No, you know, they made clothes and have food storage. They're not sentient. Uh. Cat's gonna go up there and like slap Cody around. <laughs> it's not his fault they're here. Anyway, Probably. he gets back. You see the big carving. Uh, and now it has a wicked ass dinosaur on it. <laughs> but, uh. What did Yanni steal? <laughs> so it record, you know, so Yanni records, you know, video of everything. Uh. In addition to the carvings you have seen, there is some sort of like primitive painting that's been done in this room as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they have art, but they're not sentient or anything. <sighs> it's more like just the handprints. And just some very crude kind of designs. It's, it's not even as advanced as what we as the, you know, cave paintings that our ancestors or the Neanderthal did. Mm-hmm. But they've definitely put they have definitely put marks on the wall. Okay. <sighs> but anyway, you get it all recorded. Uh, well, you have to examine it in a bit. But. Yeah. And then you know Yanni can zip back or. Or just auto return to you, or however you want to do it. Yeah, after after Yanni records everything, like all the images, and takes some recordings of the people, their stuff, technology level, mm-hmm. their food, paintings, <laughs> all that, all that jazz. Basically, anything it can get its little its little grubby camera mitts on. Mm-hmm. Um. Is there a small little knickknack that is sitting around unattended? Um, they probably have a shiny rocker. You know, there, there's probably some. You don't see anything like jewelry or anything manufactured or made 
Mm-hmm. But they might have, you know, a shiny rock, a, a piece of metal, you know, something they have found that might be a little on the shiny side. He'll, he'll tell Yanni to leave it alone. <laughs> and and Yanni will warp back to him. Well, that's that. <laughs> Uh, while while this has been going on, they have gotten a little more aggressive. You know, the noise is getting a little louder. Uh, you get the impression that it's, it, you get the impression that this this standoff is, is they're getting tense because they don't they don't quite know what's going on. We got what we need, right? We just need to get the rest of that image. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he recorded everything, including everything they've got too. So. Their current technological level, some maybe even writing that they might have been doing, painting. Yeah. If they've done cave painting, they're at least, yeah. They're very clever talkers. In terms of, they're sentient. Yeah. They're sentient beings. They're yeah. making tools to make pigment to make paintings. They've got spears. They've got clothing. They're sentient. And, uh, I have a feeling we're going to have to beat the crap out of some of the people on this planet. On when Jedi nudity Earth. becomes an issue, sentience should not be put in question. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, also, did uh, Yanni scout the entirety of the cave system? I'm asking just in case there's anything like the uh, species like there's a center we haven't seen down here. Uh... Yeah, I mean, he... Yanni would not have come back until the entire area was scouted. Well, the cave system conti- continues to go back. Mm-hmm. Because it's like the quarry, you know, the quarry was digging down, and it's like they tapped it, you know, they eventually hit an actual natural cave system. Mm-hmm. Looking at these um, people, do they appear to be like more what am I trying to say like would they be more likely to be cave dwelling or non cave dwelling based off of like their eyes like does it look like they are more adapted to living in darker areas uh I think these guys are more than likely just use those places of shelter they've got shelter and they've got paintings and they've got agriculture in the cave. If they've got food back there and food stores and well, I, you get I the impression I, I think these are more hunter gatherers and as they're just storing the food. Because caves are natural refrigerators in a lot of places. There's there's roots and like mushrooms that could be grown in caves. Uh, yeah. They don't seem to have any trouble moving around in the relative darkness of the cave. But they don't look like they're physically adapted particularly. They're not pale. Uh, You know, their spears are made of wood, which you wouldn't get in a cave, you know. So you don't get a particular particular impression that they're, you know, an underground-dwelling species or troglodytes or anything like that. Uh, Are you sending Yanni to explore? You said Yanni was going to explore the entire cave? As much as possible. Okay. 
Until it looked like there was absolutely nothing of interest okay. anymore. Well, you know, he scans the entire chamber that had the writings. Uh-huh. As he continues past there, he eventually comes out of a natural entrance. That opens up from a hillside into into a wooded area. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he'll just warp back. The uh, the chamber with the writing is a little closer to that entrance than this entrance. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, let's all scurry off then. All right. Yeah, let's leave these folks alone. Danner will wait till everyone starts shuffling out and politely bow to the the gentle beings we have met and then begin to leave. Okay. They do not pursue you. They, they follow at a distance until you're out of the cave. Cat doesn't bother picking her knife back up. Doesn't want it to seem aggressive. And it's a knife. She's not really using it. And with all the knives we've collected over the course of this game. We have plenty. Jinsu stuff. Like pew, pew, pew. She's left them with a steel knife. Whoever gets it, it's like they're running around with a lightsaber. Modern day. Yeah. Chief has a knife. Now, to be fair, that may actually help speed up their civilization a little bit. Yeah. Wait, wait, this metal stuff, that's what we need to be using. Well, no, it's just more of like, we now have a specialty tool that makes our other tools faster. That helps us spend less time making those tools, mm-hmm. which gives more time for gathering. It's a really sharp rock. It's it's really just the small additives add up huge over time. I uh, question the anyone here seen the gods of speak crazy. Seen the what now? The gods must be crazy. You know, I never have. I've seen bits and pieces, but never seen the whole movie. Because more or less, we just gave them the Coke bottle now. Okay, clearly one of us is going to go take this back to him. <laughs> Alright, so you get back outside. There's a very awkward looking Cody at the at the, uh, at the the SUV. Cat just walks right the fuck up. Danru also walks right the fuck up. Uh, yeah, he kind of backs around the vehicle. Whoa, whoa, now y'all are y'all are coming off as awful aggressive here. No, no, Cody. I sh- I'm sure you alone have nothing to do with that. If I, if I was wanting to be aggressive, I would have my gun out. But we want to know, the fuck was that? Okay, so those are you know some native animals to the planet. Um, they're not animals. Yeah, <sighs> that's a very loose definition of animal. Well, you know, the science guys are a little up, up in exactly how they should be classified. I mean, uh... They've got tools. They've got weapons. They've got art. Hey, you've got... They're eight. like a small civilization. You've I'm got... a Promethean. I'm a total asshole about, you know, what considers to be a civilization. Well, look, now, you've got, you know, I've read about apes back on Earth that, that spear fish. That made pants? <sighs> no, they, they did not make pants. Well, those got pants back there. Those pants guys are well on their way to making pants. Yeah. I mean, it'd be really hard with four legs, though. But they they got a loincloth thing going on. Yeah. Uh, let's be honest. If They're wearing horse pants. If you're willing to make pants, you're a quadruped. That's impressive. 
Like, they have the concept of they don't want to be nude in front of each other. But anyway, regardless. Well, they really only go quadrupedal when, you know, when they're upset or thinking they may have to run or something. Usually they're upright. Yeah, but they don't want to be nude. Also, the fact that they're upright. Hey, now, my grandmother's got a dog that doesn't like to walk around without a sweater on, so... That's... Does your dog, does your grandmother's dog make art, or a spear, or like have protection, you know, with groups? Look, I'm going to go ahead and jump a few steps on this. Are you corralling them somewhere? No, no, no. Were they here before you guys? Well, obviously they were here before these well, guys. Well, yeah, they're yeah. native. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you mean by here. They're native to the planet. We didn't think there were any on this continent. So they were. Well, so this entire. Well, on the same regard, you actually said that bug thing wasn't from here either. Well, that's fair. So you are strip mining a continent on a planet that is not yet developed. Okay, there were one. We're not strip mining. I mean, we're doing some mining, but, you know, we need some resources. Uh, Adrian's going to just get in the truck, hashtag fall asleep, and he's just going to jump into the Matrix and start searching everything that he can find on these people. Give me a, um, give me a computer user roll or whatever. And are you only going to look at uh, what's readily available? You know, information that they got out for public consumption. No. Alright, give me whatever you roll for your hackety hackety stuff. Chad's like got his finger. Her, she's probably shorter than this guy by a good bit, but she's like got her finger all up in there, like. Let's say he is. First, he's activating his black hat, which will let him bypass systems. Mm hmm. Uh, query attribute. 20. Alright. Yeah, security on some of, some of the, this planet systems aren't great. Basically, what you discover is these things are... Uh, they're well on their way to becoming kind of a full-fledged sentient species. Uh, mm -hmm. given the tool use you've seen, you know, they're, you know, obviously some level of sentient now, but, you know, very, very primitive. Uh, the information you find that is available to the public on these creatures never shows them wearing the loincloths, you know, it's, it's really just kind of, oh yeah, there's this kind of primate equivalent you know, the next continent over, you know. Uh-huh. Given, given another few hundred thousand years, who knows what they could develop into. Right. Uh, uh. What you find out is, when you hack into some of the less publicly available info, is when the planet was originally colonized, they did not think there was an intelligent species. When they mm -hmm. found these guys... The colonists were afraid they'd be forced to leave. Okay. Now, 
they did not think they had a method to get from the, this other continent to the one that they're, the colonists are settled on. Mm-hmm. So they figured, well, we'll just set up here and we'll just leave them alone. Uh, so, you know, you're not finding any evidence of, like, you know, slave labor. They're not doing anything to these guys. They're just not letting the outside universe know about them. Right. But apparently these guys are migrating more than they thought. Well, the second Adrian gets into the system, he's going to switch off Black Hat, turn on Data Ghost. And he is going to tear every last ounce of data that they don't have publicly available out of the system. So you're making a copy of everything? Yeah. Okay. He is copying everything, Uh, and if he can get... If he can get a hold of any of their finances, he's going to tear the finances out too. So you're going to bank, try to bankrupt a planet? Now keep in mind, when I say this information isn't publicly available, you know, even most of the citizens on this planet may not know about this. Yeah, that's the point. And that's also the point of data ghost is the second he disconnects from the system all evidence that he was in the system is immediately erased okay. as if it never existed but uh let's see what other information would be useful oh Bubba has very strong opinions about their self-awareness mm-hmm. and I, like, yes. I like that we're all like horrible criminals well five of six of us and yeah. we're like no 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 we'll murder and we'll steal shit but we draw the line here yeah. like whoa, whoa. Look, we look. abuse people that abuse people you're just abusing people well, like I haven't said. done shit mm. what you get is is not look, that it's... they had any intention of abusing them it's just we got here we got settled we've been here a few years Oh crap! These things we thought were monkeys aren't exactly monkeys. Hmm. Yeah. And then you stayed here, continue to take resources on a on a continental scale, and proceeds to down try to downplay from beings that only world. exist on this planet. You're cutting yeah, them it's... off at the knees before they can develop. But anyway, yeah, that that, that, that that's one of the things that that's one of the triggers Adrian has is companies taking advantage of. of living beings like that. So basically, you, you know for sure you're diving these guys out as soon as you get out of orbit. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they may get to keep their one settlement. They may get to keep a town, but it has to have, it's going to have to have very specific limits. Because mm-hmm. there's probably, there's probably already intergalactic rules on the protection of sentient species that are underdeveloped. It varies from place to place how well enforced it is. Given the placement of this planet, yes, there would be some laws they'd have to. Uh, it's laws that mostly they seem to already be doing. As far mm-hmm. as the whole leaving them alone, except that you're supposed to report this, you're supposed to, you know, they're supposed to be, you know... Uh, Essentially, they found this out and didn't actually tell anybody. That's the main thing. Right. Yeah, we will definitely tell them about, you know, about all the stuff they've hidden, 
this though is something that they did not they do not know that they have traveled the continent as far as we can tell right Cody seems to be baffled that, that these right. guys and the big frog thing was already here so like that we can men, you know anonymously mention has just been discovered there has mm -hmm. not been time to report it yet but uh, but all the other stuff yeah, yeah we can go ahead and shoot out uh let's not, see not meaning to like jump in but it is 10 after 9 yeah yeah we better yeah. wrap up here we'll pick up here i was hoping to get this part this this planet wrapped up today but we'll take a few minutes to be in the next session and uh you know, finish up how y'all are going to how y'all are going to uh, chastise these individuals. Something like that. I did just buy a crowbar. Okay, I'm gonna take Cody and throw him into the. No. no, I mean Cody probably hasn't had anything to do with it, except for the fact of he's just complacent or complicit in yeah. hiding. Whatever his actual job, he clearly knows a little bit more about what's going on in here than the general public. Yeah, he Not clearly knew enough lot, to go. But... Oh crap. Well, the fact that he, this is a guy that, uh, uh... He was supposed to at least know the, like, what was going on with this cave. Yeah. Also, he is taking, like, secret back alley jobs, so, you know. Yeah. Anyway, well... He's as dirty as all of us. We will finish this up next session. Uh, want to thank everybody that was watching. Uh, especially Bubba, who's always... You know, the first one here, and Curious Crafts for the raid. We really appreciate that. Uh, let's see. This is Tuesday, so tomorrow night is the showcase, if y'all come back. Should be, I think, the last session of Atlas's D&D mini-campaign. Yeah, I believe this is the last one. And then Thursday should be uh, Curse of Stride, Curse I believe. Of Stride. And then back on Monday with is Monday going to be the last episode of Foundations of Adelar? Next Monday is the finale of Foundations of Adelar, yeah. Win or lose, because we're fighting the god of chaos. Then you must be oh, more you just have to tell you just have to tell him that to win he has to lose, and then you win. Nah, this apparently god of chaos is sort of along the whole hellbent of uh yo dog i'm gonna go turn your oceans into blood and i'm going to literally like carve the earth open and everybody's gonna die and, but if yeah. everybody dies that's kind of orderly yeah it should be hit or miss poser <laughs> anyway but anyway i also want to thank my players again we had sarah playing cat taylor playing danru Eric playing Adrian, Patrick playing Hull, uh, Zach playing Francis, and Anna playing Jade. And uh, hope everybody had a good time, and we'll be back next week. See you, see you. Have a good one. Bye-bye.